welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. This is Natalina, the host of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking with Milana Lashinsky. She is the founder of Simplicity Circle, a really interesting topic today. She's going to be talking about simplicity entrepreneurship and how it's based on scaling up while still keeping the business as simple as possible. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, especially those that are getting started, we can get very overwhelmed in becoming an entrepreneur and all of the steps and things that we need to do, social media, motivational speaking, network. She's going to talk with us about things that we can do to actually make the process way more simpler, but still grow and make an impact. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Milana, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting our audience get to know our guest expert. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Thanks so much for having me here, Anetta. I am excited to um, share lots of cool tips for you today. I have a business. Um, it's called Simplicity Circle. And even though I've been in business for over 16 years, this is actually a new business that I just started a few months ago as a result of learning, having some difficult experiences in my previous, in my last business and walking away from it. Uh, And Simplicity Circle is all about creating a business and scaling it and having an impact and making a lot of money while keeping it simple. So it's kind of riding the trend of the simplicity entrepreneurship right now that so many people are interested in because we do want to be successful, but we most people that I've, that I've been talking to lately are not interested in creating big, complex companies. They want to make an impact and grow while keeping it simple without sacrifice, without losing their independence, without losing their peace of mind or health. And so that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm exploring the simplicity entrepreneurship idea and what does it take to create a simple business and be profitable so before we jump into the simplicity entrepreneurship idea because that's a really um you're right it's a it's a needed idea there's a lot of people that want to take that track but it's not well known yet like we're still kind of hustling in in a very overwhelming way how did you get how did you get to this to this phase what's what's the journey or the story behind that Yeah, so um, you might hear a little bit of my accent. Some people hear it, some people pretend that they don't, (laughs) and being polite, but um, I'm originally from um, Soviet Ukraine, and I was trained as a music teacher there. And when my family immigrated, um, I realized that I'm not going to do music here, and uh, because the system is very different. And uh, I went to school, became a computer programmer, discovered web design and web development, and um, ultimately started my own business. That was 16, 17 years ago. Um, And um, yeah, I always say to people that uh, there was no entrepreneurship in Soviet Ukraine. So a lot of the things that I've done or that, that I had done kind of followed my intuition or 
I, I just kind of just come, I was discovering what works and what doesn't. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, um, in the last two years, I had been running a business with a partner, which turned out to be more hustle, as you said, than I was prepared to give. And I just um, left it, sold my half to him. And um, here I am. <laughs> So, so this is uh, this is very interesting, and I think that it, it can go two ways. And I, and maybe you've had people that have kind of challenged this idea, and, and we'll talk more about it. But you know, you have one uh, set of entrepreneurs or this idea of an entrepreneurship that you know you need to hustle. If you want to be successful, you have to hustle. And if you're not going to put in the work, then you don't deserve to be an entrepreneurship, right? And and be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And then we have this other side that you're that you're going to be talking to us about the simplicity entrepreneur, which you're saying. No, not necessarily. You don't have to be, you know, working and hustling all hours of the day and you can have what you want and make an impact without scaling up to this huge overwhelming, you know, potential that you maybe you don't want. Yeah, I actually call it the, the cult of the grind. We are trained that in order to be successful in anything, you need to hustle. You need to grind, force, push to climb to any point of success that you want to, you need to hustle. And so because we were trained in that way, it is normal for us to work really, really hard and we and it's normal to push ourselves really hard and to stretch ourselves beyond our comfort zone. The problem happens when you are stretching yourself in the wrong direction. And that's what I found myself doing in the last few years is I was absolutely willing to hustle. I was absolutely willing to work hard but somehow it took me away from my sweet spot. You know, everybody has a sweet spot. I call it super skills. It's where results happen with ease. And if you don't know what your super skills are, you're going to respond to every trend, every strategy, every piece of advice, every new launch that comes out, right? And you're just watching and you want to jump in. And the challenge with that is you need to know what your super skills are first before you can amplify that. Be sure to amplify the right area of your life or your business or what's going to happen is you're going to um, lean away from where, from the direction that you should be growing into. Does that make sense? Yeah. So how do we – that makes perfect sense. So how do we do that? How do we – I guess build what it is that we want with the with the more simplicity entrepreneurship mindset, um, without leading away from what we want. I, I guess we should first talk about what is sim- simplicity entrepreneurship. Yeah, so a simplicity entrepreneurship it's a business growth strategy that is based on keeping your business model and your structure as simple as possible. And as you said, it's also a mindset when you constantly, consciously make choices that focus on simplicity right? Um, Simplicity entrepreneurs are more likely to overlook 90% of advice and strategies and the cool new tools that are coming out and focus more on what is working for them. So the first question I would ask is, what's been working for you? Um, Is there something that when you do, it improves? Um, Early on, um, years ago, when I first started my business, there was this strategy called a teleseminar. Uh I didn't know anything about it. And I signed up for teleclass or teleseminar training. And my first teleclass had one person on it. And then I had 20 people. And then I had 100 people. And every time I would do a teleclass, I would generate sales. And so I started learning more about teleclasses. And every new strategy I learned, I would apply and I would get more sales. And so three years ago, I had a teleclass 
well, I'm going to call it a webinar because by then slides become, became popular. So now it was a webinar and I generated $600,000 in a matter of two weeks following that webinar. So what that tells me is that that is where my super skills lies. So if you've experienced success or results somewhere, explore that area, go bigger in that. And when you understand where your super skills are, what happens is you start, you give yourself permission to release everything else. But I think it starts with awareness, with self-awareness, like what, where do results come from? Um, some people call it your genius or your brilliance. I call it your simplicity zone. Where, what, what is true for you when you are in your simplicity zone, where it feels like you are in the flow, in the zone, results come with ease, you don't notice time go by, do more of that. How can you bring more of that into your business? And, and what would you say, you know, I guess is the best approach to finding that zone? Is it really just compare and contrast, trial and error, exploring? Yeah, so there, there are a lot of different um, instruments for figuring out your strengths. There's there a strength finder, there's disc assessments, right? Um, I, I have a, um, a set of tools that I give to my clients where they can figure out what their unique business personality is because it, it doesn't give you a lot of, um, you know, action steps when you know what your strengths are, but you don't know how to apply it necessarily to your business. Right. If you, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, I do suggest that you definitely take, um, strength finder to figure out where, just to give yourself a starting point in my program, I actually teach people that there are four business personalities, teacher, builder, um, connector and champion. For example, I have a builder as the dominant, uh, business personality. And what that helps me do is realize that, Hey, networking is not my thing. Give up on trying so hard. Maybe I shouldn't use the word, the words give up, but release the idea that I should push myself in networking because that is not where my best um, value happens. That's not where I communicate best. But when I create something and I build something and I get to teach a framework or a method that I developed, that's my simplicity zone. And so figuring out your strength and how to apply to your venture is really going to be helpful. That's awesome. So tell tell us a little bit more about, you know, simplicity entrepreneurship. What what does that look like? So this is for people that want to grow and make an impact, but don't necessarily want the overwhelming hustle. Don't necessarily want to scale up to a ton of employees, right? They 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 want more independence, a peace of mind. Um, tell us a little bit more what that looks like. Who is somebody that's a simplicity entrepreneur? Yeah, so that's that's really interesting. What I've noticed um, is that um, I, I did I actually done a survey over a thousand people at this point, and I asked them what does simplicity mean to you, and everybody answers differently. Some people say um, it means um, flow and ease or peace of mind. You know, they describe how it feels to them. Um, other people respond uh, to this question with how you get to a point of simplicity. They'll say. It's a system that um, consistently brings me clients, and it always works, right? Um, and you could look at simplicity entrepreneurship as a way to create a business without employees, without overhead, and that's certainly simplicity for some. But I will be honest with you: if you have, if your simplicity zone, if you, if your super skills 
has to do with managing people and you're really good at it, then please go and find people and build your team because that's where you're going to thrive. So simplicity entrepreneurship is, is about building your business, designing your business around what feels simple to you. For example, um, networking to me is not my favorite thing to do, but I, for years I've pushed myself to do that because everybody else told me that that's how you get clients, right? Um, speaking on stage and making offers, the speak to sell model. A lot of people have pushed me to do that. Never worked for me. I would reach a certain level of success, get some results, but I would be so drained and exhausted and, and feeling so inadequate. And then there are live events and product launches, and those I could do in my sleep. <laughs> and so you know, that's when I had to ask myself, do I focus on the strategies that worked for me in the past, and I really enjoy doing them, and I can see my, my builder personality really um, thriving in that? Or do I push myself in the activities that do not feel like fun, I struggle, I'm frustrated, I'm feeling inadequate and I'm just a lot of self-doubt right so simplicity can look like a simple business without a team and overhead or you can focus it around the strengths the super skills that you have and and use that as the starting point will you never get outside of your comfort zone no of course you will I'm actually participating right now in a Facebook live challenge and I never thought that video uh, was my strength and actually it's not but I would like to get a hold of my nerves when I'm in front of a camera or in front of people so you can continue pushing yourself a little bit just make sure you push yourself in the right direction and you know why you're doing it for example Facebook live live streaming videos is a big trend right now I could ignore it <laughs> or I could embrace it and see where I can improve to actually use this trend and use live streaming in my business. And so you will absolutely stretch yourself outside of your comfort zone. Just know why you're doing it and connect everything you do to your vision, to your purpose, to your goals, to the desired lifestyle. So hopefully that gives you a starting point of how to think about simplicity business. Well, I think this is so great because, you know, when people first, especially people that are just getting into this world of entrepreneurship, we're inundated with information, right? We're told, okay, you got to do motivational speaking. You have to create a meetup group. Now you have to go on Facebook. You have to do Instagram. You have to do this. You have to do video. You have to go on Periscope. You have to build newsletters and send emails and you got to go out. And there's all this, all this stuff that goes into building this business. And I think that it's so perfect that you said that, you know, you tried this, it didn't work. Then you you know you did a motive you know the speaking and this and the speak to sale and you didn't like that, but you know building programs and digital and online stuff works for you brilliantly and I think it's so perfect that you actually eliminated stuff and I think that there are a lot of people out there that get really overwhelmed because they're trying to do everything even the things that they really don't like and don't want to do. And that's a great point because if you have a lot of advice coming at you, if you are subscribing to a lot of newsletters and, and you are many on many mailing lists, you are going to get those email invitations. 
um, and advice coming at you uh, about the things that you should be doing. And actually, the word should should not be part of your vocab. It's not about what you should do. It's about what you feel drawn to doing. Mm. I feel drawn to doing Facebook Live videos. I feel drawn to creating an event. And if I don't do it, I feel like there's something missing from my life, right? Like I love doing live events and live workshops. Um, But there are many simplicity strategies. One of them you already named, eliminating right? The other one would be to uh, specialize. That's one of my favorite ones. I made a lot of mistakes early on in my business. um, And I didn't know a lot about business at all. As I I mentioned, you know, coming from a classical uh, training in music, that didn't give me any knowledge about business. But there was something that I did right. And that was specializing. I immediately specialized in a particular niche market and on solving a particular kind of problem. And that's the one thing that I believe propelled me to go faster and to generate, you know, to build a half a million dollar business from home while raising two small children. I don't think I could have done it if I attempted to um, do all kinds of different activities. I chose to specialize. I identified what people want, what niches is the easiest uh, and Uh, the easiest to reach and I can just look at online and see where those people are hanging out. I identified my best-selling product uh, within two years. Um, I identified my most effective marketing strategy, teleclasses, right? So specializing is definitely a simplicity strategy. Another one could be something that a lot of people don't talk about and it's slow down, just slow down. What that allows you to do is tune in instead instead of looking outside and looking externally, slow down, gain perspective, take time off, do something outside of business. And and what that will do is help, it's going to help you focus on what truly matters to you. Because especially if you're an entrepreneur, you know that, right? You can be working 24-7. There is never a lack of projects and things on your to-do list. And as you're doing that, what's happening is you're losing yourself in the details of your business without really thinking about why are you doing this? Is it going to, is it improving over time? Or are you just like spinning your wheels and and trying different strategies that people are telling you to, that that you should add into your business? I would say slow down. That's the one thing I did after I left my business last year um, is I took a few months of what I call a sabbatical where I wasn't really growing anything i wasn't building i wasn't pushing a brand i wasn't launching anything i just literally like got quiet and looked at what is really important to me who am i when i'm not a business owner and how much money do i really need to be happy (laughs) because i had just walked away from a million dollar business feeling completely miserable so i had to ask all of those questions Milana, it's been such a um, great experience to have you, you know, talk about this topic, this simplicity entrepreneurship. I'd love to jump into our power section. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's made an impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Absolutely. The one book that I read actually recently is called Essentialism. Um, And it's the one book that allowed me to see that most things in life and in business don't matter. There's only a few that matter. And when you release everything else, suddenly the biggest opportunities, the things that really, really resonate with you, start showing up for you. Like the biggest opportunities become visible when you release everything else. So Essentialism, I would recommend the book to anybody. And what's one thing you've accomplished that you're proud of? 
my my biggest thing that I'm proud of the most is that I um, well. <laughs> I, I will say that I am proud of walking away from a million dollar business when it was kind of at its high. That is a, a very, now that I see, you know, kind of courageous decision. But the one thing that I'm proud of internally more is that I, I grew up to be a musician. I started playing piano when I was eight. I went all the way through specialty music schools and I went into music college and then suddenly I realized in America that I'm not going to be a musician. And that was the most painful decision ever, that switching of that career. But I wanted I, I wanted to be open. And so suddenly I stopped being a musician at that time and I became a technician. So that to me was such a, uh, a much more difficult, courageous decision at that time. That was 20-something years ago. And do you have any positive routines that you do um, in your life? Maybe a daily routine or something that you do every morning? Hmm. I wish I could say that I did. I would be lying <laughs> if I said that I did something really <laughs> positive and healthy. No, I will tell you that I do jump on email every morning first, kind of to get rid of all the things that have come on, come overnight. But I do certain things. So I bike a lot. But I've also discovered a few years ago that I can dance. And that's the one thing that is my passion. I do ballroom dancing, like cha-cha, samba, salsa, um, and all the other wonderful um, dances that I had wanted to learn but was never accepted. Um, in Soviet Union, they're looking for champions and for, you know, Olympians. And I was always a little chubby, and I was rejected from all ballet, dance, and all kinds of other athletically-oriented schools. So I do that now several times a week, and I absolutely love it. It keeps me uh, focused on what's, what really matters. And Milana, is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? We call it the last golden nugget that you give to our audience. Yes. Um, I wanted to say that my fa- I'm going to give you my favorite quote, and I really hope that you're going to take this to heart because I didn't listen to this advice earlier on kind of ignored it because I was a hustler, I was a pusher, um, and I would I was willing to do whatever it took to be successful, to make, to hit that million-dollar mark in my business, like the holy grail. So now here's my new motto. If it feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. If you don't know, wait until you know. What this does, it allows you to release that the hustler in you and um, kind of connect with what really matters to you. And you may be, you know, depending on how old you are, where you are in your life, this might be more meaningful to you than to some other people. But um, yeah, I would say that this allows me to remember that, hey, I do want um, to have a life and I don't want to push myself. I used to sit and push until the idea would hit me. I could sit through the night pushing myself, brainstorming. And now I'm like, okay, it's not happening. I'm, I'm out of here. And that is um, waiting until you know. Milana, thank you so much. It's been really an honor to have you on the show. I love the topic. I'd love to have you back another time. How do we stay connected with you and how do we support you? Thanks so much for asking. I do have um, a place that if you were inspired by hearing about Simplicity Entrepreneurship, um, go to my website, simplicitycircle.com forward slash get started simplicitycircle.com slash get started. It'll get you into my community and it'll give you um, 
uh, a tool to figure out where you are in your simplicity lifestyle. And uh, yeah, I would love to stay in touch. Thank you again so much. Thanks so much for having me, Nada. Thank you again for joining the Rise of Three podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseofyou.com and take full advantage of the free resources and the benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. Personally, you can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars, plus a free startup guide, the six pillars to a process first life that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.